on your menu What a difference a day made And the difference is you This is Hermine Hartman with Indigo Studio And we have a cozy conversation today with Sasha Dalton Sasha's my friend, and she is a girlfriend, and she is in the entertainment business. She's also a minister. She herself is a vocalist and was living very nicely, thank you, in New York, preparing for a show. She's best known for her production of Sasha Sings Dinah, Dinah Washington, that is. She's a producer, an entertainer, an activist, a mentor, and so much more. So, Sasha... What brought you to Chicago in the first place? Uh, well, you know, this is my home. This is home. And Hometown. Oh, uh, yeah. Born this and raised. Born and raised South Side. Chicago. <laughs> South Side. <laughs> but the I, home of Michelle Obama. Yes, mm. yes, absolutely. And so many greats. You know, the first show I ever wrote, I mean, uh, was about Chicago, uh, black Chicagoans that have, have achieved a certain level in life and made names for themselves that are products of Chicago Public School. Many are from the South Side. So anyway, just thought I'd say that. Entertainers, by the way. Yeah, entertainers, singers, uh, entertainers, politicians, musicians, educators. Mm-hmm. The name of the show was Running with the Eight Ball. Oh, I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so to answer your question, I, uh, I had moved to Los Angeles. To really, that's where my career started. Then came back to Chicago. Then the Dinah Washington show took me to New York. And Dinah Washington was a Chicago too. She was too. a Chicago DuSable yes. High School. Yeah, Wendell Phillips. Yeah, because it, it was in DuSable, yes. Mm-hmm. She went to school there. And uh, actually, she was um, discovered at uh, here in Chicago and at and did a debut at the Regal Theater with Lionel Hampton, mm-hmm. which is how Lionel, you know, really heard her and took her on the road with him and gave her her big start. So, so why do this is something that has bugged me throughout <clears throat> the years? Mm-hmm. Our entertainers have to leave Chicago to develop their careers, and that's still pretty much the case. You have to go to L.A., you have to go to New York. And then they may come back to Chicago. But that career is not nurtured, cultivated, developed in Chicago, but is created in Chicago. But then they have to go. That was something that used to bug me with my uncle Johnny Hartman. Oh, yeah. He was like, I got to go. I got to go make money. I got to go where I can get a job. Where the business was. Where the business was. And then that generation of entertainers had to even leave America and go to Europe, Paris, uh, Istanbul, believe it or not, to further develop mm-hmm. and get out of, I don't know, whatever the limitations here are. How do you feel about that, and is is that still the case? You know what, as you were saying that, I was thinking, and there's a part of me that thinks it's, that, yes, there's some of that, but I don't think as much because we're doing so many things here in Chicago. Now? Now. Okay. Now. So I'm looking at now. We've really just become, I think, um, uh, a semi-major 
semi-major, if that makes sense, okay. uh, entertainment capital uh, for theater as well as um, entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, singing. So I think that uh, some of that is still prevalent because still, but not as much. You New York, yes, you've got Broadway and you've got more uh, opportunity there for worldwide exposure but new but 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 here's something that's happened interestingly in chicago with theater for example is we are pre-broadway and sometimes the pre-broadway does better than Than, the broadway Broadway, example paradise square Mm -hmm. they did better in chicago they went to new york and closed uh just this week uh tickets were so expensive yeah So, I don't know, that has a mixed bag. And, of course, it's all changed now because we now got studios in the basement yeah, of our home. Yeah, and so it's, it's a real different time now. But um, how, how, did you, how did you come about doing Sasha Sings, Dal- uh, Sasha Sings, Sings Dalton? How about Dinah? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an interesting story because, and I guess it kind of spun off of, of running with the eight ball. I had a segment of that show about the Club Delisa. Which is one of the places that Dinah well, performed yeah, at. Well, mm-hmm. and so many others. Mm-hmm. But that was a segment that I had in the show of Running with the A-Ball. And I got so many responses from that alone that I thought maybe I should write a show on the Delisa. So I, um, I actually contacted the Delisa family, Mike Delisa's son, and... I said, I want to write a show on the Delisa. Will you give me permission if I can, you know, get this together? He said, oh, certainly. So then I went to Dempsey Travis, and I said, Mr. Travis, I'm going to write a show on the Delisa. Will you help me find Dempsey Travis, who was a, who was a major Dempsey real, Travis, the late, real estate. The late Dempsey mm-hmm. Travis. He said, oh, yeah, absolutely. A jazz advocate. Yes, that's going to be great, Sasha. Mm-hmm. So then I started doing the research for Club Delisa. And the artists that I wanted to put in the show, you know, that I wanted to feature, and I'm very detailed, so I want to know all about the artists, too. And then when it came to Dinah Washington, I couldn't find as much as I could on other artists. And I said, this is terrible. Somebody ought to write a show on Dinah Washington. I think I want to do that. And instead. that would be you. And that would be me, and I flipped the script. I went back to Dempsey, and I said, you know, I changed my mind. <laughs> I said, I'm really going to write a show on Dinah Washington. Will you still help me? He said, doesn't nobody want to see you do that. Did you go to Herman Roberts? No, I didn't. I did not go to Herman at that time. But uh, so I wrote the show, and it was called Dinah and Her Music. And I was not planning to perform. I was just planning to produce. I kind of always visioned myself as a producer and being in the background, and I wanted to edge the person on and and you know be a deal maker <laughs> that's really what I want to do and so I auditioned any number of people and I finally found a young lady that I thought could do it and I said to her uh, I was passionate I was probably overbearing and I was telling her all about that in Washington and and when you're on the Johnny Carson show I want you to say this and I want and she looked at me and she said honey all, she said, girlfriend, all I want to know is how much money you're going to pay me <laughs> and what songs basics. I'm going to sing. And I was just horrified. You know, first of all, she wasn't my girlfriend. And second of all, 
I thought she should have more respect for a project on Dynamite. But she, so she didn't. She didn't have your passion, and so she had no passion, no in, no Isn't passion in, in Dinah, no interest. That's in what Dinah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, I snatched the script and I said, I'll do it myself. And I changed the name of the show from Dinah, uh, Dinah, the story of Dinah Washington to to from Dinah and her music to Sasha sings Dinah. So, of all the singers, dead. And alive. Name your top three. Who's Sasha Dalton's favorite three singers? Gloria Lynn, Jazz Dinah Washington, mm-hmm. and Dakota. Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to LA, then you go to New York, and then you come back to Chicago. And your world changed somewhat accidentally because you met this man named Harold Washington. Tell me about your meeting with Harold Washington, the mayor of Chicago, and how things changed. Yeah, well, I um, during the time I was doing the dinosaur, or before that time, I was singing in different places, you know, and... and and trying to produce my own shows. I just wanted to be my own producer. And so I would sell tickets, and, and I knew the congressman. He was the congressman at the time, and he would always support me, but I never, um, he, he rarely came to any of the shows, but he always, you know, supported tickets. He was mm-hmm. very supportive. So when he was running for mayor, I worked in the campaign. My Dinah Washington show had been a very big success here in Chicago. And the closing night of the show, a producer from New York by the name of Woody King was in the audience, and Woody said, I think you should be in New York, and I want to take your show to New York. So that's actually how the show got to New York. Well, in the meantime, <clears throat> excuse me, when he was capitalizing the show, it was during the campaign. So. I'm waiting for him to get the money for the show for the New York production. As he went back to New York. He went back to New York. Oh, yes. Woody was a producer in New York. And so he went back to New York, and I became involved in the Hero Washington campaign. After the um, campaign, the show was opened in New York. And so Harold was the mayor then. My show was in New York, and then one day I get this call from Dolores Woods that Harold wants you to come back and do it. Dolores Woods Dolores was Dolores Harold's was his secretary. Secretary, mm-hmm. yes. Executive assistant, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to come back and do a show, a fundraiser. And I thought, well, I guess they still need to, you know, raise some money, even though he's the mayor now. It'd be a good, good spot for him. Yeah. <laughs> so... He, uh, so I came back and did the fundraiser. While I was here, then I went back to New York to do the show, to do the Dino, the New York version of the Dino Washington show. Came back after that, the show closed. We were in a cabaret, and it was going off-Broadway. So we had that break in between the off-Broadway time. And... Um, the mayor wanted me to come in and do the fundraiser at that time, which I did. After we went back to New York, I went back to New York to do the show Off-Broadway. It closed one about eight weeks. 
And um, I get a call from my aunt who wanted me to come home and do a, accompany her to a fundraiser that she was involved with. And I said, okay. And that's when I came back to Chicago again. And at a party for the mayor that evening, I mentioned to him, you know, you should probably have a, um, why don't have you thought about doing something for Dr. King's birthday? Because the birthday was the next year, the, in 86, it would be a national holiday. And it was Harold Washington as a state rep. That introduced the bill to make it a, a provisional holiday. In the state, in the state of, of Illinois. Illinois. And, and we, we were the, the first. first. Okay. We were the first. And so he said, that's a great idea. And I, so I laid out this whole, yeah, I think you should maybe, you know, have an all-day tribute to Dr. King and invite Stevie Wonder. Well, why did I say Stevie Wonder? Because Stevie Wonder supported the mayor as well as uh, Dr. King. It was because of Stevie Wonder that we were had the boycott, you know, when when they called for Jesse to, Reverend Jackson to boycott Chicago Fest. Mm -hmm. And Stevie was the first artist to join the boycott. And that was really the jump off that of was, the Harold Washington That was what ignited the campaign. campaign. Mm -hmm. So all of the pieces fit. And mm -hmm. he said, yes, that's a great idea. And let's start the day with an interfaith breakfast. And that's how the mayor's interfaith breakfast. So you gave him the idea for King, and then along the way... At another party, you gave him an idea <laughs> for you. We ought to have a gospel fest. And then later on, I said to him, uh, we should really, the state of Illinois was going to honor Dorsey. That's what it was. Thomas Dorsey. Thomas Dorsey. The father they, of gospel. Yes. They were going, uh, Governor Thompson was going to give him the Governor's Award for the Arts. And uh, I had been asked by someone from the Arts Council who was trying to get that passed with them to write a, to get a letter from the mayor supporting this and a letter for myself which I did and so when they said, came back and said that Dor the professor Dorsey was going to get the governor's award I thought mm, that's a great thing so but the mayor should do something bigger <laughs> we're having a cozy conversation with Sasha Dalton don't go away we'll be right back Small businesses are the pillars of our communities, and they deserve our support. The BMO for Black and Latin X Businesses program provides that support by giving you better access to educational resources, partnerships, and funding. BMO has already made an impact by providing financing to more than 1,200 businesses throughout the Midwest. Business owners who are part of the program benefit from a wide range of tools, webinars, and coaching to help you focus on what you do best, and that's growing your business. Meaningful partner connections give you access to professional networks and alternative funding resources to help your business scale. And funding for your business comes with expanded credit criteria and competitive interest rates to help you obtain the working capital that you need to succeed. If you identify as a business or Latinx business owner, BMO Harris is here to help your business thrive and create capacity to grow. Learn more at bmoharris.com slash black and Latinx. 
when a bank helps you make real financial progress. Well, that's the BMO effect. So the Gospel Fest was created and you produced it Mm -hmm. and nurtured it into being the world's largest Gospel Fest. And from that experience, you have written a book, Unplugged, Untold Story, uh, by Sasha Dalton. And you have told the happenings, the nurturing, the development, the involvement, and so forth of, of, of that book. Let me ask you a question about gospel music that was really born here in Chicago, mm-hmm. Southside again, in our churches. Gospel music changed music as a genre. How did gospel music change change music in its entirety? Well, Professor Dorsey, <clears throat> prior to gospel being what we know gospel to be, God, Professor Dorsey actually coined the phrase gospel songs. Mm-hmm. He was a um, blues pianist. He was my Rainey's He was, pianist, he was right? my Rainey's, and he, he played for any number of bands here in Chicago in the early days. He, was, uh, he brought that Southern style with him to Chicago, and he... he um, incorporated that into the Gospels, to the lyrics of the Gospel song. And he played piano, right? He played piano, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that changed the face of where we are with Gospel music mm-hmm. at that time. Because prior to that, of course, people were singing hymns and anthems, and the churches didn't like him. They didn't want that music. It the was, devil's music. The devil's music. The devil's and it was music. rejected. It was totally rejected, mm-hmm. just like I was rejected with the Gospel festival. Initially, but because I came from another genre. But the core, would you agree with this statement? The core of R and B, rhythm and blues music, is gospel. Is that true? I would say so. You would say it's true. Okay. I would say so. Maybe some historians may not agree with me, but I I would say that that it all came from from the blues to gospel to To R and B to jazz. That's the graduation. The blues. The blues, to gospel, to jazz, to R&B. My thesis, uh, Sasha, which I'm, which if I, I could find me about three months, I'm going to turn into a book, was The Sociology of Black American Music. Mm-hmm. And we talk about migration to the North, a new music evolved, R&B evolved, but how music, black music in particular, has evolved along the social lines of what has influenced us as a people. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Sasha personally. What are your pastimes? What Sasha do? What makes Sasha click? What do I do when I'm not working? Yes. <laughs> I don't have much time. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> you say zero. Sleep, huh? I try to sleep. Okay. So I'm what, somewhat of a workaholic, but, yeah. but what do I, what would I really like to do, or what do I do to find relaxing? What time? makes Sasha click? I like to listen to gospel hmm. um, ministries. I love that. So I listen to a lot of T.D. Jakes. I listen to a lot of uh, Pastor Mitty Collier. I listen to a lot of sermons, and um, that brings me a lot of satisfaction. Does it help with your creativity? The spirit always helps with your creativity, Mm -hmm. however you get it. You know, I think God is always there, and it's 
that does always help. That's the basis of it. So, Sasha, what about about relationships these days? We are all over the map on relationships. What's what's your thoughts on romance in 20... (laughs) After after going through several husbands, what do I think? (laughs) Experience counts. Experience is the best teacher. (laughs) Experience counts. So what was the question? The question again? was <laughs> The question was, your thoughts on romance in twenty twenty two. I don't know. I mean it, a romance is always wonderful if you can find it. So what it what am I thinking? Where do we where do, where do we find it these days? I don't know. I think maybe it has to find you. Okay. You know, that's what I I, I see these kids. I think it has I think for a woman, it's got to find you. It's got to find you. Do men go looking for it? I don't know. Maybe. I have to ask So what do you one. think? So, so, so <laughs> here's, here's, here's what them. the millennials say. Oh, Miss Herman, all you have to do is an app. And all you have to do is put in oh, what yeah. you're looking for. And all you have to do is this. And I'm like, you all must be crazy. I would get the serial killer. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Who? But dating and the way you date and the way you meet has certainly changed. Yes. From the way we've done it. I mean, yes. Yeah. The old-fashioned way. The old, I think what I'm they bu- call old school, but I, I'm just old I'm sticking school. to old-fashioned. <laughs> I want to bump into him. I want to see him at the party. I want to meet him in the You office. know, I'm a believer in if it's going to be, it's going to be. And it, that Destined. You, you will find that person or that person will find you when you are ready to receive. You Oh, you, that's right. Now, you got to be ready to receive you it, right? You have to be ready to receive And I think that... The God and the universe just gives you what you need. It's time. At at the time. I had a, I was in a relationship with a gentleman. I will leave him unnamed. And we had a wonderful relationship for about five years. <clears throat> and how did I meet him? He knocked on my door. <laughs> he wasn't looking for me either. He was dropping something off for a friend. And he literally knocked on your door. He literally knocked on my door to bring something for my friend who was uh, who wanted me to keep something for her. He, he was time. delivering something. He was being a delivery person. Was it love at first sight? Second sight. Second sight. Okay, after you got to deliver. But, but <laughs> who knew? You know, who? so there's a song, Love Walked Right In, and we were together for five years. All right, now. So, Sasha, how has the world changed in our lifetime? What changes, what major changes do you consider in your lifetime as significant? Oh, I mean, you know, I will be 75 years this year. And so I think I have just been so blessed to see such a change in the world. From the time I remember party line phones. And now we have cell phones. Now everybody's got you know, in, in your pocket. Now everybody has a cell phone in okay, their Okay, so pocket. that's one. Phones. How practical is that? Phones. I'm very practical. Okay, what else? Television. Television. I remember oh when God. we didn't have color TV. Or we just had CBS. Or CBS. NBC. Right. ABC. And now. And now we got hundreds of now channels. Now we have thousands. We have so many channels you can't get. Such a practical uh, answer. Okay, give me another one. Transportation. Transportation. Sasha, you're so practical. I'm gonna let you keep your black card. <laughs> Please uh, do. Every now and then, I have to. I have because to take I it don't because eat she, grits. She doesn't <laughs> eat grits. Now you know you can't 
Come on now. How 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 does that work? So, but phones, I remember the trolley car. The trolley car. When right. I we, so I your, used to live on Forty Six and Woodlawn. That's your transportation. Mm-hmm. They had. I remember the trolleys. So. Okay. So <clears throat> phones, television, transportation. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for civil rights and abortion. Oh sure. Okay. But no, no, that's your answer, and you gave it to me wonderfully. What's on Sasha Dalton's bucket list? Give me three things on Sasha's bucket list. I want to skydive. You want to do what? Skydive. You mean jump out of a plane? Mm-hmm. Okay, Sasha, what else? I'd like to skydive. I would like to... <clears throat> what about skydiving is urging that? What? It's free. It makes, it makes you free? It's free form. It just need to be free. Okay, that's good. Fall out the fall out the sky. How close can I get to heaven? And my biz closes. And then and then come back (laughs) down. Come back down. Okay, skydive. What else? I would like to see a major production that I produce and write that is all about Black Chicago. So we want to do that on Broadway or television. Television. Television production. Mm On Black Chicago, the way it was? The way it was, the way it is. The history. I am very concerned with keeping the history, with preserving our history. And the third thing might be? Hmm. Want to get married again? No. No more? No. Two Two is enough? Two is enough. Okay. (laughs) And and at my age, (laughs) no. No. So give me a I third. don't know if I would trust a younger man, and, and I don't want an older one. <laughs> so, so you like Ivanka? Say, do you want to be a nurse or do you want, want to, to be a be nurse a maid? Nurse maid. <laughs> no, want, I don't want to be, be a married nanny again. Or do you want to be a nurse or do you want to be a nurse maid? You say none of the above. I, I would like to. Um, I would like to see some level of world peace. Yes, and what. What does that mean? I don't know. And how does it come but about? But how does that come about? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I would certainly like to see things change. So we got to strive for it, don't we? We really have to strive for that. Okay. Yes. All right. More equality. For everybody. For everybody. What about uh, marriage, same-sex marriage, gender, equity? What, do I believe in that? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So absolutely, that's important. How about Sasha as an entertainer singing again? Well, I am actually. The interesting thing about the book is it's causing me to sing again. The subtitle of the book is "How a Jazz Singer Founded the World's Largest Gospel Festival." Give me the full the fullness of the title. Unplug the untold story of the Chicago Gospel Music Festival. How a jazz singer founded the world's largest gospel. So is that going to bring you back to the it stage? It really is because so many people have asked me, "Well, when are you going to sing again?" And you know, and a couple of a couple of groups here, major groups, have said, "Can we do you in concert?" So yes, I will be coming out in February with Sasha Dalton Act Three. Act Three. Act Three, and that'll be my new show. All right, we just got a scoop, just ladies got a and scoop. gentlemen. All right, you just she got hasn't a scoop told me that. Three. I know you Girl didn't know that. Now I know. I know. 
Well, that's wonderful. It will have some diners, some of my favorite Broadway show songs, and uh, meaningful music. Mm-hmm. Meaningful music, music that you can pat your foot to. And music that I've always wanted to do. I've That's always wanted to do some Lena. I've always wanted to do some Sammy Davis. Fantastic. That's fantastic. And Dinah. And Dinah, mm-hmm. of course. That's your staple. That's my staple. It's Dinah. Well, that's good. So, uh, Sasha Dalton, I hope you do your skydiving. I want you to let me know when you're going up. Uh, I want you to let me know when you're going to have your show at like a front row seat. And uh, I thank you very much for having a cozy conversation and I with thank me you. as this my girlfriend. Yes, you are. Thank you. This is Hermine Hartman with Indigo Studio. And we just had a cozy conversation with Sasha Dalton. And the difference is.